All right, guys, back for the second half of today's podcast, MAOB Daily Podcast, Monday, July 17, 2023. Just went through the uh, recap of UFC Vegas 77 and talked a little about that little bit of news potentially at the end. Um, a lot of the be- best Bellator fighters are on the UFC website right now. So, Marcel, I know you're uh, – everyone's joking you're looking at the Aileen Perez pictures, but um, I know that uh, you're probably saying some tweets, some uh, – some DMs out trying to get to the bottom of this, right? <laughs> Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did, I did. Do you have any? Have you heard anything or? No, no, nothing yet, nothing yet. But <laughs> I'm wondering what's happening. At the, yeah, at this point, it's just speculation on our part. But I mean, like, it's if it was just Michael Page, it's kind of like okay, he, they say he's a guest fighter, but this is kind of weird now, right? When you say, yeah, definitely, so, definitely with AJ McKee, for example, on it, you know, and yeah. the Pitbull Brothers, who have never been in the UFC, and Page also not, but this is just one fighter, you know. Yeah, another four guys at least. Five. Maybe there's more. I don't know. Is there any? Is wait till that uh, UFC roster watch goes and puts the uh, the checkmark beside it, right? <laughs> yeah, people are going nuts. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna break down all 15 fights here, guys, at UFC London. So Most if you find more, more, let us know. <laughs> Pardon? If you what, about the fighters, yeah. Talk, uh, where's John? If John's still in the chat, or if he's still digging on the website, John, if you say anything else, man, go go and show us. Um, yeah. Um. Anyways, Marcel, let's get into the card. Um. We're going to break out UFC London, guys. Marcel, your thoughts? I mean, we got 15 fights. What do you think, man? I'm not really intrigued by this card, to be really honest. I think there are some good fights on it. But uh, overall, kind of, listen, man, for the price that they are asking in England, it's a really bad card, to be really honest. It's also not it's not sold out. So that's pretty much what it says. But this is everything, how, how expensive these cards are. It's pretty much as expensive as the pay-per-view earlier this year. So um, The ticket? Yeah, yeah. I heard the tickets were expensive. I mean, it's not really fair to the fans, but here's the thing, Marcel. I'm telling you right now, like, the UFC tickets are off the, the, the prices are through the roof anywhere you go for the most part right these, these days. Um, maybe some of the smaller places in the States, it's a little mm-hmm. cheaper, but like, I know Canada, it was, it was super expensive in Vancouver too, right? So, um, but that at least was a pay per view, you know? Yeah, and it, but like, it wasn't the most stacked pay per view. That's true. All right, let's get into this card, guys. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me get some comments first, and then we'll get into it. Glenn, the Kirk could blow up part Friday. Questions about Slurinko, Alvarez, Paul making weight. I think one fight will get canceled this week. I'll say that. There's 15. I'll say one gets canceled. How many are going to say get canceled? There's no way we get 15, right? Marcel? We'll see. When they, I don't know. You don't want to throw that mojo out there, right? You don't want to throw the bad mojo out there. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just don't I don't see all 15 happening. The last time, I don't remember the last time they had 15 fights actually happen. They, they don't book 15 fight cards very often either. Craig's going down to 185. Uh, Barbary is moving up. That's another one. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Marcel was uh, Googling the Alien Perez pictures. Um, what else we got? Yeah, that's the thing. The UFC, whoever, I don't know who the fuck is working for the UFC back, back, uh, backstage, Marcel, but they looks like they fucked this up. And there was the thing with John Jones at, at the T Mobile, remember, with the, with the gone yeah. fight earlier this year. And, yeah. um, what was the other thing? Uh, the, 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 the guy last week, the intern or whatever, threw the two title fights with uh, Pereira and Yawn. Like, Someone's fucking up. Someone's getting fired, man. Someone's getting fired, guys. It's not me. Someone else is. <laughs> yeah, Michael Page is a free agent, but again, there's these other guys on the on the uh, the site that uh, you know, like McKee and Pitbull Brothers. Like it's kind of where there's smoke, there's fire, guys. That's all I'm going to say about that. London's barely half sold out. UFC got too greedy. You know what, Glenn? I think what's going to happen is the ticket price will go down this week. I don't know if you got a ticket, Glenn. I hope you can go to the card. It's worth it, man. I went to the 290 last week. It's fucking amazing. But. My friend waited till day of to buy a ticket, Marcel, and the prices went half price by the time the fights rolled around, right? Not half price, but they went down. 
um, quite a bit. So like, I think like the five hundred dollar. I think he had no, like not nose the upper deck. It's actually not that bad up there, but uh, I think it was from five. He went and paid three, so it wasn't too bad, you know. All right, guys, let's get into the card. Um, let's start with the first fight, Marcel. We have the flyweights here. Jafel Fio taking on uh, Daniel Barres. This is a it's a good fight, uh, really good fight to kick off the card. The odds for this fight, guys, over DraftKings minus one twenty Fio Fio and uh, Barres uh, plus a hundred. So Marcel, you're picking the first fight UFC London. Uh, so by the way, Jose Augusto is another Bellator guy. Who was on the UFC website. Um, That's the guy who fought Rumble Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeff Alfredo against Daniel Barras. Yeah, Jeff Alfredo almost got Mukayev last time, you know, uh, in that uh, in that knee bar or whatever it was. Uh, I think he's a pretty good fighter. Uh, I like him a lot. He had a good win against uh, Ro- against uh, Robert Echeverria in the Contender Series uh, last year. Uh, pretty decent fighter. What I, th- what I think about him, he's pretty decent on the ground. I think his stand-up is pretty okay as well. Danny Barras, um, yeah, long time trying to get signed by the UFC. Lost a split decision on contender series against Carlos Hernandez, which was a really close fight. Um, yeah, man, my colleagues from uh, <laughs> from Eurosport Spain going to be upset, but I'm going with uh, with Jeff Alfilo here. I think he wins the decision. Yeah, you know what, Marcel? It's a good fight. I think Ferrez is good. You know, he's, he's actually an older guy. He's uh, same age as me. He's 34, 98 birthday. But uh, very experienced, right? 21 fights. He had a very close fight against Carlos Hernandez on contender. Could have won that fight, to be honest with you. Since then, he's won four straight fights, all by finish. So he's looked really good. Um, that being said, you look at the level of competition. I'm looking into the guys he's facing. They're not good. They're not good at all. So, it, yeah. yeah, so he's looked good, but not against great competition. Now, again, a lot of experience. And I think, you know, that contender fight, Marcel, he could have won that fight. And had he won, he would be on, like, an 11-fight win streak right now. So he's a solid fighter. I think it's a good addition to the roster. Um, but I still think Fio, like, I I trust him a bit more. Like, I thought he, he looked amazing in the contender series with that knockout. And then, dude, he was – I think he was up, right, on the scorecards against Makayev, Marcel. And 28 seconds away from winning against the best prospect in the division. Um it looks like he's been submitted a few times. So there's always that worry that Barres could get his back or something, just like uh, um, uh, McKayev did. But I don't know, man. I think this guy is a good fighter who's fought better competition. That's what I think. Like he has the win over Salvador, who's in the UFC. He's a good fighter. Um, you know, he's fought like guys like Bruno Correa earlier in his career, who was in the UFC earlier, um, and then McKayev. And then the contender series fight was great too a year ago. So. Yeah, man, he's a finisher too. Marcel, to be honest with you, I think it's going to be a really good fight. I think this is a fun fight to kick off the card. Two good prospects at 125. Not prospect, because Daniel's 34, but still. Two good fighters at 125. Guys that no one talks about. I think it'll be a competitive fight, but I'm going with Fio too, man. I, I, I favor him a little bit here, because I just think he'll be able to get better precision on the ground. Um, i probably win decision, but I also feel like there's a chance he can get Burris' back too. I think there's a chance for either guy in this submission here, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, field to kick off the card for me, minus 120. I'll take him. I'm going to take him. I'm with you, Glenn, the way, Like The competition is not great. Go ahead. Go ahead. I found another one, dude. Simon Bion. You write it down? <laughs> yeah, no, I have to I have to change it because some fucking guy is a troll on Twitter. It's just annoying, oh. guys. Yeah, John, your buddy's a fucking dick, dude. He's an asshole. He's trolling well, everyone. Him? What's yeah, up? so guy made a big UFC roster page and trolling about it and adding all the uh, fighters. It's just not cool, dude. It's not cool at all. Um, Danny Sabatello, too. That's interesting. He was on Contender Series back in the day. But, John, your buddy Jamie's kind of being a dick, dude. Like, I don't like that at all. Fake Twitter profiles or something. Marcelo, they're media blocks for you, right? A media mm-hmm. block? 
yeah, John, that's not cool, dude. Not not your fault. Your buddy's doing that, but it's not cool, you know. Um, anyways, guys shouldn't be doing that. It's just you get you're just like you're especially me right now. I I'm splitting my focus between this and I you know I'd say a tweet on my phone, Marcel. Yeah. Not cool. Not cool. So I'm just telling you, John, your buddy's being a dick. I'm gonna call him out on arena. I don't really care. All right. Anything else you want to say about this fight? Or should we move on? Yeah, we can move on. I, I like I said, I pick uh, Jafel Filo to win by decision because I have more. Uh, I think. I think he. I think it's not another. Another. How do we say that? It's probably a close fight. It's a competitive fight, but I feel more in Filio than uh, anybody else. Than uh, than than Danny Barras. Yeah. Oh, one sec. Yeah, man. Sorry, guys. One sec. Yeah, I don't like those. I don't like the fake uh, profiles on Twitter, guys. That's something that really pisses Marcel off too. I know, right? Right, Marcel? Not, not my favorite. I, I listen only if they use my name. I think it's really annoying. Yeah. Because right. you. Yeah. Go ahead. It's okay. Let's go to the next fight. Let's just let's go. Uh, okay. Um, Bruno Brazilting and Shauna Bannon here. Women's uh, flyweight fight. Let's see odds for this one. Minus 150 Brazil. Okay, Bannon plus 130. Looks like there's money coming in on Brazil right now. That's interesting. Um, uh, can I start on this one, Marcel? Um, yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Well, I thought Bruno Brazil was, you know, looked good on a contender. Obviously, had that really good knockout, right? And then in the UFC debut, I was kind of having trouble picking her against um, what's her name, uh, Denise Gomes. Pick ended up picking her. She just got completely starched. It was not a good look. She looked bad in that fight. She got outstruck very bad. So the striking defense to me is a concern. Um, I don't know what to think about her, man. I thought she was she called the special one, right? So you think she's you know pretty special, but not not based on that. And then with Bannon, five and zero, not much experience, only been a pro for a few years. Um, I never watched her fight before. Uh, I'll be honest. I know she fought in Victor, but I, I had never seen her fight. So I did the tape story. I'm glad I did it because I think she's not bad, man. I think she you know she's a gritty fighter. She's a grinder type of fighter. She has decent striking too. Like she'll mix it up, and she has that dog in her too. Like she'll she'll get. <laughs> Yeah, she'll 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 fight you. She'll fight for your money. Um, all her fights, you know, have been uh, pretty competitive. But what I've noticed is like she has good cardio and is able to get like dominant positions later in the fight when her opponent tires. Um, so she'll be able to get. I think if the fight goes to the ground, she'll be able to get on top in this fight. Maybe even grounded pound Bruno Brazil potentially. Bruno Brazil has three losses all by TKO. So she has an issue. I know one of them was injury or fault mistaken, but still, like she has an issue. With the durability, I think um, she's a front runner too, right? She has the chance to knock out anyone or submit them, but she can easily get knocked out herself. Um, I'm going to go with Sean Abandon, Marcel. I'm going to take her at plus 130 here, guys. It's it's obviously not like the most confident pick. You know, UFC women's flyweight making her debut. I get that. But based on what I've seen – sorry, strawweight, excuse me, guys. I, I, I said flyweight. My apologies. But regardless, I, I think she looked pretty good from what I saw. I was kind of impressed. Yeah, I was kind of impressed. I was more impressed with her than that girl last week or two weeks ago. I, Petrovic, I think this she's a better prospect. Although obviously, again, she's at 125. But I'm glad I did the tape study because I think she looked decent. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she goes in there get starched by Brazil with that with a head kick. But uh, no, I'm going to take Bannon by decision. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, man, you you just called these women low key fat, calling the flyweights. <laughs> my apologies. My apologies. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I I feel like it's it's a difficult fight to pick here, man. Um, I'm not really in favor anymore to pick women's 
coming in the UFC, making their debut. But the thing is, like Brazil, Brazil really, really let us down, dude, in, the, in that fight against Denise Gomez. But then again, Denise Gomez <laughs> looked good in her last fight again. So maybe it's just Denise Gomez being really good. Um, I'm going with Brazil. I'm going to early stoppage for Brazil. Um, TKO, first round, ground upon. Think Brazil, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of Bannon? Any thoughts on her? Difficult to say, man. I mean, she she had that win over Mina Grisander, right? But that's her only, le- not legit, her only really notable win. You know what I mean? But she's still she's still early in her career, so it's hard to say. Yeah. But we'll see. You know, I just was not high. I mean, I I just was not impressed by Brazil in that last fight. I just think she can be beaten here. I'll take the plus money on this fight. I think it's. I, I like I would favor Bannon a little bit in this fight, so I'll take the plus one. I would favor it like minus one thirty. So you're getting plus one fifty. I mean, there's there's I think some value. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see what happens. Um, again, Marcel UFC debut, right? Like you never really know when right. they're going to perform in the big stage. Well, Jane, I appreciate that, man. But you just got to be careful because like it makes me bad too. And I'm doing two things at once, right? So it's it is what it is. Anyways, we'll see what happens. I mean, hope I I hope they fuck you by the roster out. I hope the the Belcher guys come over to the UFC. I got fired up there, guys, but I, like I know this happens to Marcel while he gets these like, troll accounts too, right? So, anyways, Marcel, let's go to the next fight here. Um, we got Chris Duncan taking on y- uh, Yanel Ashmus, and odds for this one are, are also close minus one fifty. Chris, oh, so same odds as last fight actually, minus one fifty for Chris Duncan, plus one thirty Yanel Ashmus. Um, both guys fought on that uh, London card last time, right? So, what do you think, man? Yeah, man. Uh, Duncan had that uh, fight against Omar Morales, that split decision, yeah. where uh, l- let's hope that that Sutherland guy doesn't uh, judge again <laughs> this uh, card. Um, yeah, he got that win over Omar Morales. Uh, Jano Asmus had that crazy knockout against Sam Patterson where he didn't get 50k for. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Duncan is, is like, uh, is, has maybe more, uh, has more uh, experience. But at the same time, dude, Janel Asmus, I really was was bad with my picking against him last time. And he really kind of surprised me. He looked really good. Um, although it was short, but he looked really good. And Duncan, Duncan is a guy who I really like to watch fight, but he takes a lot of damage. You know what I mean? And he also did that in the Charlie Campbell fight. Remember that? In yeah, the, the, the Contender Series. Oh, yeah. Um, he also had... Yeah, and he got knocked out the year before by uh, Slava Slava Borchev. Yeah, yeah. I got a favor Asmus here. Um, Listen, I like both guys, but I think Asmus. I think Asmus might finish him in the first round, and if not, I think the longer the fight goes, I favor Duncan. But I got to go with the finish for Asmus here. Yeah, well, I mean, I was on Asmus last time, remember against Sam Patterson? Yeah, he was plus plus two fifty. I want to. What was it? Let me double check. It was huge, plus two twenty five. That odds, those odds were crazy, especially Sam Patterson's one of those. Marcel, I call it tall man defense, right? Your boy Stefan Struve, same problem, right? Keeps the chin straight up in there, right? The hands down. Um, Sam Patterson has that problem. Chris Duncan doesn't have that problem, but he keeps his chin up in the air, too. Uh, he's not tall, I'm saying, but he keeps his chin up and very hittable, very hittable. But, but I still think like he's got that dog in him, too. You know, Marcel, like you can drop him, he'll still come forward unless he's unconscious, like in the Slava fight. Um, the guys, you know, I think got better experience overall. More UFC, not more UFC experience, same amount of experience, I guess. But he did fight in contender. I think a little bit higher level experience. I know Ashwoods did fight in PFL, CFFC. I think Ashwoods is decent. Like he could win this fight. I'm not confident in Duncan by any means. I'm, I'm not going to bet it. But if I have to make a pick, it'll be Chris Duncan because I just think he can mix it up a bit more. And especially 
after the first round, I think Ashwood will get tired. And I think Duncan will be able to take over a little bit. And I'm thinking maybe just grinds the decision on Marcel, to be honest with you. Um, but it definitely could be a finish in this fight. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets KO'd again uh, with uh, Duncan because, again, the chin is not great. Uh, the striking defense is not great. But still, he's fucking tough, if that makes sense. So he'll uh, he'll make it a gritty fight, I think. He'll go maybe go the distance and, and he'll grind it out. But again, it's not super confident. Claudia likes him a lot, though. You know Claudia, I mean, again, I favor him. Marcel's got a different pick here. But uh, I wouldn't be super confident in him. But again, with the experience edge, in my opinion, with Pelotor and UFC contender, like all those Bellator fights, that's good too. Good experience to have, right? So, uh, all right. Next fight, Marcel, we got women's bandwave bout between Panny Kanzad and and uh, Caitlin Vera. And uh, Super yeah. disrespectful placement, by the way. I was going to ask you about that. So, Caitlin Vera is ranked, what, like fourth, I want to say? Yeah, and Capani is sixth, I think. Why are they rank so? Why are they fighting so low on the card? The UFC wants to cut the loser, I guess. Like, what do you, I don't? I don't see why they would cut, cut them. I mean, they're they're still good fighters. Why is it so low on the card? What do you think? If there should be one women fight on the main card, it should be this one. You know what I mean? Probably. I mean, maybe they don't think it's going to be exciting, but I think it could be a decent fight. I mean, anyways, let me get in the odds. Let me get in the odds. My, I'm actually really curious to hear your pick in this fight. So minus one fifty five Kitlin, plus one thirty five Panny. What are your thoughts? Give me your thoughts. Who, who's winning this fight? Yeah, that's a difficult one, you know. Yep. And with with yep. Viera, I always have the feeling like she doesn't fight as good as she can. And with Penny, you always know she goes three rounds hard, and she can go three rounds hard, and she always gives gives one hundred percent, you know. And with Catlin, I always have the feeling like, yeah, yeah, she fights there, but I don't know, you know. That's what I always got the feeling with her, and but with. The same thing with Penny is difficult to to. She, she's also inconsistent. I know she she won her last couple of fights, uh, Penny Kianza. You know she won her last four out of five. She only lost to Pennington, which was which wasn't a blowout. You know, um, Catlin Vieira. Uh, she she lost also to Pennington, which I actually I think she I, I had her winning that fight if I can remember correctly. I had her winning that fight and her losing against Holm. That's how I had it. So there's going to be a let, Show this is going to be not a split decision. <laughs> um, I gotta go with um, uh, so hard. I don't know. Catlin Vieira, I think I might mildly favor her. I would, I, I would see this as a pick him to be honest, dude. So, who are you picking? Yeah, I said Catlin Vieira. Okay, okay, so. But you look at it as a really close fight, basically. Yeah, um, extremely close fight. Uh, that's why I wanted to hear your thoughts because, like, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll be honest, guys. Like, this one is this one's tough. This is a tough one to pick. Um, I I think Panny's being overlooked, but you know the odds are shifting in her favor, so there's money coming on Panny, and I think she can win this fight for sure. I mean, it's it's a tough one to call. I just think both girls are are, are you know very tough. You know, they'll both come forward. There's probably gonna be quite a bit of clinching here. I do think Panny's probably the better striker, right? She lands more strikes. Um, Caitlin's a little bit more hittable. Caitlin's got the the wrestling, um, but Panny's got the take good takedown defense, eighty percent. You know, Panny lost a close fight to Raquel Pennington. If she had won that fight, she'd be on a six fight win streak right now. So she's pretty fucking solid, man. She's very tough. She has good boxing. She comes forward. I, she's one of my favorite female fighters to watch. You know, unlike Nora Dumont, you know they both have all the wins by decision. But like when Panny fights, I'm like, all right, you know you're gonna get a war. Like you're gonna yeah, get a good true. fight. She's a good fighter, man. I'm telling you, I. I think she's one of the more underrated fighters in, in the weight class. Even though she's ranked sixth, 
no one really talks about her ever. They're all very like, oh, when's Kaylee fighting for the belt? Not that say she should, but with Kaylee, like, I, I think we've seen that, you know, yeah, what's up? Trivia question. What was Penny's original original nickname? Who? What was oh, Penny's uh, original? Sexy Scramble. I know. She was nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. She she used to fight in, um, what was it? Uh, Evicta, I think? Evicta, right? yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and she's, she's from uh, Sweden. She's Iranian. I, I just think Panny's a good fighter, man. I'm, I'm having a tough one with this one because I just really like Panny as a fighter, right? And I think the fight's super close. She's an underdog, but I also feel like Vieira can, like, be the stronger fighter, clinch her up. But again, you know, the, the fight with Panny, both of them had a razor close fight with her. Um, Kaylin's been struggling a bit with the takedowns lately. Oh, this is a tough one, guys. I'm honestly having – you know what, Marcel? Because it's so tough and I feel like it's a coin flip, I'll take the I'll take the dog. I'm just going to do it. I'll take the dog. Because you're getting plus 150 on, on someone that I, I think – or plus 140, basically. I'm plus I'm, Someone I think has a really good chance to win. I, I would flip a coin for this fight. It's going to come down to, I think, control and damage in this fight. That's what it's going to come down to. And I'll, I'll side with the judges going with the damage, Marcel. That's what we're going to do. I'll side with the judges getting the criteria correct and going with the damage. But, again – you never know. She might get pinned against the fence for three rounds. I just think on the feet, I think I think Penny's the better striker. So I have to take That's her. True. I think I have to take her because she has 80% takedown defense. I do think she's a better striker. So you know what? I was on the fence about this one, guys. And I'm not saying you're wrong, Marcel. You, you almost talked me in just, you know, even more so into here, but I'm going to go with, with Penny by decision. And you know what, man? What do you think about the split decision prop in this fight? It's like plus, you know, 700 or something. You think that's worth a shot? I literally said that. I literally yeah. said that. So just I think the odds are, you know, that's another fight that could be like a, a split. Because you see, there's a split on every fucking card, honestly. This could be one of them, right? So there you go. All right. Think a couple of comments, guys. Really like this bet. I really like this one. Plus 3.5 is a good bet. That basically means she just has to win one round, Marcel. Don't you think she'll win one round? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Against uh, Landsberg, it wasn't her best performance, I agree. But, you know, Landsberg, she's got some power. We've seen her drop some other girls, right? So it's Also, like, bad blood between those two, you know? Yeah, and they, they've fought before, right? Um, yeah. But she still won the fight. Uh, I know Landsberg, again, she's not great, but she has some power. She dropped uh, Carol Hosa as well in a very close fight. Um, yeah, Penny, I think, I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. Maybe, here's the thing. I'm basically banking on Penny stopping the takedowns. Because if it's on the feet, I have to pick her, right? But if he ever gets takedowns, that would be her path, I think, Marcel. If it's going to be against the fence, though, guys, I'm telling you, like, it's going to be one of those control versus damage fights. I hate being in those kind of fights, like when you have a side, but at with the plus money, I'll take the I'll take that side. So that's that's my pick. Penny by split. Hey JP, what's up? He says he'll take uh take the belt or right. Yeah, someone else was saying this, Marcel. Like, maybe they bought a Ryzen. Maybe they, that's who they bought out. Could that be it? I have no idea, dude. I really have no idea. If I knew anything, I would tell it, tell it to you, tell it to you. But I really have no idea. Claudia likes Vieira just like you, Marcel. So there you go. Thanks for your pick, Claudia. Antoine, what's up, man? Glad to have you back. Three different picks. Unprecedented. I didn't realize this. Do we actually? We do. No, no, no. We both had Philo, right? We both had Philo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah three oh, the last three fights. Oh shit! Yeah. Shit, three or four. Um, yeah, I don't remember the last time that's happened. You know what? Fuck, maybe the next fight we'll have a, a different one too, Marcel. You got your boy Brian Barberina here taking on Mahmoud Muradov in uh, an interesting fight. Mid middleweight fight for Brian Barberina, moving up in weight late in his career here, taking on Muradov, who uh, started off his career strongly. I've seen he's really struggled lately. Odds for this one, Marcel, we have Muradov is a pretty big favorite, I think. Yeah, minus two, minus 315. Plus two forty five and Brian Barberina. I'm I'm really curious to hear your breakdown on this fight. What do you think? He's Murdov is I think the second biggest favorite in the card besides uh, Tom Aspinall. What do you think about that? 
Yeah, the thing is like, listen, man, the only, the only good thing for Barbarina here is that Muradov himself is not really like a ground guy. It's really like more of a stand-up fighter, you know, and um, yeah, it's like, the thing is like, Barbarina has a lot of problems when he gets like these pure ground guys, you know, it's like Gunnar Nelson, Rafael Dos Anjos, who uh, got back to his basics, you know. Um, the striker, Muradov, Muradov, he came very well in the UFC, remember that, uh, got like two or three wins um, yep. back to back. Uh, actually, didn't really good, I remember, against, or, or he did against Andrew Sanchez. I can't remember correctly anymore, but he, he got the win in third round. Yep. Yeah. Um, two losses after that. But, I mean, against Gerald Marshall, Gerald Marshall is the kind of guy who can beat anyone on a given day. You know what I mean? It was minus 700 that lost, though. He was a huge yeah, favorite loss. I remember that. I remember. Yeah. And then Kyle Borayo, yeah, I had I, I, I picked Borayo in that fight, obviously. Well, Kyle's good. Um, yeah, the thing is, like, um, if Muradov hits clean, he can knock Barbarina out, I think. The thing is, Barbarina's getting older as well. At the same time, I think Barbarina can make it in the dogfight and can get three rounds in and can get a decision win. So, it's different. you either go for a knockout for Muradov, I think, or a decision for Barbarina. And, man... I hate to pick this, but I think I have to go with Muradov. I want, you know, Barmarina's my guy. I want him to win, but I'm going to be honest, man. I, I feel like this is a difficult one, you know, because Muradov has the power to knock somebody out, you know. And uh, uh, Barmarina's a dog, maybe not, you know. Uh, should uh, I, I, I have to be, I have to go with my pick, not hard pick, so I'm picking Muradov. Barmarina started as a lightweight, so this would be his third weight class, which is interesting. Yeah. Marcel, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it, dude. Press yeah, the button. Yeah. Press the button. Let's hear it. I have to search it, oh, dude. I, I didn't have it here. Now, give, me, give me a second, dude. Guys, I'm, I'm pulling the trigger. I'm going to take a shot on him. I'm going to take Brian Barberina here, plus 245. I'm taking a shot, man. My, there we go, baby. Dog, dog of the night. I mean, second biggest dog on the card. Listen, I know it sounds crazy, but big dogs win all the time in the UFC. I'm not sold on Muradov anymore, Marcel. I got to be honest with you. I'm not sold in the last two fights, especially the Mearshart fight. It just showed me you can kind of break this dude. I think he can be broken. I think Brian Barbarina is if again. This is a big if because we've never seen him fight in middleweight. I don't think, anyways. And you know, Muradov's a pretty good fighter, but I just feel Muradov's a guy that can be broken by a guy like this who's a dog, who's a dog who's gonna constantly come forward. I think you know the last couple of fights where Brian Barbarina were just brutal matches against like pure grapplers with like amazing jujitsu, right? And the RDA's case, a former champ. And good striking, too, with Nelson. I mean, they're both they're just really good fighters. Miradov, again, he's a good fighter, but I think his record was a bit padded, you know, coming to the UFC. And in the UFC, I mean, he's looked okay, but at times, you know, that Trevor Smith fight was, I think, it's probably his best performance. I'm just not sold on him, guys. I, I think he's a guy that has some quit in him a little bit. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he goes up there and starches him. But at plus 245, you're getting Brian Barber. He's going to fight for your money. He will fight for your money, right? So... Maybe he goes out there and gets completely knocked out. We've seen him get dropped many times in the past, but I'm telling you, man, if Brian survives that first round, which I'm banging on here, because I'll take a shot in him. If he survives the first round, then he comes back and finishes Muradov late in the fight. Third round knockout. That's my prediction, Marcel. There we go, fuck, guys. Fuck, dude. You might have talked me into it. Backbone like a bitch. I don't know. You doing it? Yeah, maybe. I I'm still thinking about it. Maybe I switch. I'm not sure yet. 
let's not get it. Barbarina, like someone's talking about the takedown defense. It's not good. It's 54%. This is a this is like more of like a like a hunch kind of prediction, right? Because the numbers wouldn't say to do this. I'm just I've just watched this guy fight his whole career. You know, I know I know how how, how hard of a, a fight he is for anyone in the UFC, regardless of the weight class. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see how he looks at 185. Maybe he's going to look, you know, pudgy because I know he eats a lot of pizza, right, Marcel? So we'll see. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe his durability will be better. You never know. It's a real tricky one. I'm just not sold on Miradov anymore, and I'm going to take a shot on a big dog. I, I don't typically take a shot to the big dogs, but this is one I – I just can't ignore it. I, I just think he's got a really good shot to win. So, yeah, I might take a shot on the live bet too, right, after the first round. So, yeah. Anyways, let's go to the next fight here. Uh, we got <laughs> – yeah, baby. We got Mick Parkin taking in as Jamal Pogues. Uh, it's another interesting fight here. Heavyweight division, this one. Jamal Pogues minus 150. Mick Parkin plus 130. Your pick, Marcel. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's also one I'm not sure about. You know, if you look at uh, Mick Parkin, he, he looked pretty good in the contender series. You know, he had that Eduardo Neves guy out quick, but that dude had, like, cardio for one minute. I remember, you know, he was out of it immediately. What the hell is still happening? Um, so, I don't know. Um, yeah, man. I mean, Jamal Pokes. Jamal Pokes is. He's like that guy. We saw him fight so uh, so many times, man. But he's not really convincing to me. You know what I mean? It's like the Josh Parisian fight. It was a horrible fight, to be honest. Uh, the Paul. Fucking butterfly here, dude. What the hell? <laughs> um, so uh, the Paulo Ronaldo one in the contender series, it was not, not a great fight, but uh, he had like uh, that speech afterwards where Dana felt for and uh, good for him that he got the contract, but it wasn't really great, you know. Um, yeah, he got that, um, that uh, how do you say that? Who was that, the name of the boxing promoter again? That's uh, Tom House? House, Don, a boxing guy Don, in the states. Yeah, Don. Well, yeah. What's his name? Don. Don. Don King. Don King. Yeah, he got a Don King haircut. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, is Don House the UFC cutman? I think it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. He that, is. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Go so. Ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was a Don. <laughs> um, yeah. Difficult man. I'm. The thing is, like, it's either like Polk's decision or Parkin early knockout. That's what I think. I'm going all in on Parkin here. I'm thinking he knocks him out. Holy if fuck. Not, I'm telling you right now, we're going to set a record for the most dissensions for picks. Did you switch, yeah, you Barbara? Did you switch back or no? Did you switch or no? I still not convinced. Okay. I'm sure. Okay. Okay. I'm taking Pokes. So, like, okay. I think we have different. This is crazy. I mean, this isn't, it's not necessarily a great thing. I'll say that because one of us is going to be wrong with each fight. So. But you know, at, what? At, the, at, the, at the end, we're like uh, uh, even on picks. Like, it's going to happen. Just watch. It will. It will happen that way. It's one of those cars I do think a, a lot of dogs will win, personally, but we'll see. I'm going with Pogues in this one. I just think the, the grappling, right, and the cardio, I think that's for me what, what separates two because Mick Park and tons of first round finishes and look good. Um, definitely has a chance to win this fight. Uh, I know that um, uh, Pogues has been finished a couple times by submission, right? So I think Mick Park and that'd be the way you get him, get his back like he did in the last fight on Contender. Mick Parker definitely is a live dog. He's an undefeated heavyweight who's like huge and he's got power and he's got a, it looks like a ground game too. But again, Pogues has been in the UFC. He has a lot of cardio um, for 15 minutes. He continually walks forward. 
he can land takedowns, like a lot of takedowns in his fight. So I just feel better about him here, Marcel, to win a decision. But Parkin absolutely can knock, finish him, knock him out or submit him. So wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, exactly. This is kind of a tricky one because we don't know how Parkin's going to look at UFC. Oh, he trains with uh, Aspel's friend. Yeah, I know yeah. they like him. I mean, they're giving him a fight he can win. There's no doubt. Jamal Posey is not that good. But, uh, you know, against Parisian, he was able to take him down consistently, man. So I think he can win the fight. These fighters with a dog versus dog it is tough, man. This is a this is a really that's what I'm saying. I was a little surprised you didn't you didn't like the card. I guess the name value's not there, but I think the matchups are these are close fights, guys. Like, there's no better matchmaker in the UFC or in the world than you know the UFC guys with Selby and and McMaynard. Like, especially as as time goes on, it feels like the matchups are just like so competitive, man. Honestly, you look at the odds of this card. A lot of short favorites under minus two hundred, and then of course the second biggest dog I take a shot of myself. <laughs> All right, go to the next fight here, guys. We got another fight that's interesting. Mark Yacasey against Joel Alvarez. Odds for this one, Alvarez minus 170, plus 145. Mark, bone crusher, Yacasey. Who are you picking? Yeah, so uh, uh, Mark, bone crusher, Yacasey. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Yacasey, right? Since since this fight with uh, Fyacheslav Borchev. Grapples a lot, wants to grapple a lot. Uh, not really pleasing to watch anymore, but yeah, smart approach nine out of ten times. Uh, got two wins with that. Did it win against Johnson, was a close fight. Look at Joel Alvarez. Joel Alvarez is the kind of guy at lightweight who barely makes lightweight. You know what I mean? And uh, he will have a pretty big uh, size advantage in this fight. I, I don't think Mark Diacasey can, uh, can bully him on the ground. So... I would definitely pick Joel Alvarez here to win. Joel Alvarez only has two losses on his rec on his uh, UFC record, and that's against Damir Ismagulov and Armand Sarukian. I mean, mm-hmm. you you can have worse losses on your record. You know what I mean? Um, Alvarez is going to win here. Um, the case is going to try to get him to the ground again. Maybe succeed, but Alvarez going to going to be better there. I think. I, maybe he, he switches him up, or or he uh, he he turns it around. I'm taking Alvarez, and maybe even a finish, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes him. To be honest, I, I'm taking Alvarez with a submission in the second round. Let's go crazy here, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think this one's interesting too because I think TKC's you know, pretty well rounded, right? Like he's solid. We've seen the wrestling from when he wrestles, man. He's got good wrestling, right? Against like uh, Slava Claus and then Hadzovic, like took them out like crazy. The only thing is that Slava Klaus and Hatsovic have barely any wrestling. Yeah, but here's the thing. Joel Alvarez is 0% takedown defense. He is literally the worst takedown defense in the UFC, okay? Zero. He's never stopped a takedown. But he's still 4-2. and two. So even if he's on his back, he can submit you with an armbar, as we've seen as Yakovlev, or grab your neck against Duffy. He's fucking dangerous, man. He's huge for this division. I don't really think he's a real lightweight. I think this fight could be canceled. I'm, I'm worried about it getting canceled because I don't think he's going to make weight again, Marcel. He's just, dude, he's the same height as me and weighs 155 pounds. Like, it's crazy. Like, six, he's a huge lightweight, and we've seen him miss weight multiple times. Um, I, I'm staying away from this fight. I'm not, I don't want, I have no interest in betting on this one, guys. I'm staying the fuck away from it. I think DA Casey definitely can win the fight if he gets past the first round because he can grind him out. But Alvarez is so fucking dangerous, and almost all of his wins are by submission, right? So, if DKC, his best path is probably on the ground, and then he has to like avoid this guy's consistent uh, uh, submission attempts. Like he has a lot of triangle chokes on his resume too, like R bars, guillotines, super dangerous on his back. One of the most dangerous guys. Alvarez is a very flawed fighter. He's coming off a 
brutal loss against uh, Armand. He hasn't fought in a year and a half. But before that, man, he was looking great. And you know what, man? Even though I, I am not confident in him, I think I still have to pick him here, Marcel. So I was on the fence about this one, man. But I think you you talked me into picking Alvarez at least. Um, I was that was what I was leaning a little bit anyways. But I'm just not confident still to make a bet. I'll I'll pass. But I'll I'll take Alvarez by submission. That's gonna be my pick. Alvarez by submission. Two of Alvarez's four wins were already missed weight. I think he misses again getting older. I, I agree. I oh, think DKs will take the fight. Maybe because it's in England, right? So they maybe they'll, they'll give him a good amount of money to take the fight. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I think DKC or uh, Alvarez, he has to make weight. If he misses weight, UFC will cut him regardless, you know? They, or I guess they force him to 170, I should say. Not cut him, but force him up a weight class unless, you know, he refuses. All right, we're good there, Marcel. We'll go to the next fight here. Is it, I, I don't know, man. Like, I enjoy talking about this card. I think there's some good fights on this card. And guess what? We got another pickup fight here. Danny Robert Top Chocolate against Johnny Parsons. Uh, he's got a good nickname too. Sluggernaut. Fucking awesome nickname. So, I mean, this fight could be fight of the night. This could be fight or, or performance of the night, I think, in this fight. This could be a good fight. Um, Johnny Parsons favored right now. Minus 125. Danny Roberts plus 105. Your pick, Marcel. Yeah, I picked Danny Roberts in this fight, dude. I know he has two losses in a row. It's against fucking Jack Della Maddalena and against Francisco Trinaldo, which can happen. This and Trinaldo is kind of was kind of the guy who got wins even after his 40th year. You know, he was pretty decent. Um, Roberts, I gotta say, man, Roberts always been a little bit overrated. You know, people overrate him a little bit. Although I'm still picking him here. You know, Johnny Process has hasn't fought for a long time. Um, will be pretty much very short in, in consideration with Danny Roberts. I think it is at least uh, yeah, 10 centimeters. I don't know how to say it in inches. So uh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, what are you laughing about, dude? Tell me, tell me. No, I'm just reading on, on just about people talking about the, the science. I just what, dude, I just saw Andre Korshkov listed. I saw uh, Neiman Gracie's listed. Like there's a lot of fighters dude listed now. It's interesting. Okay. Keep going. Though. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to, to take your... No, no, I, I, no, no, no. <laughs> like, why is this fucking guy laughing? Because I'm reading yeah. about the shit. Go ahead, though. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm picking Roberts. I'm picking him with a decision win. I think he uh, he will be able to to win here. Uh, the thing is, Parsons, really honest, man, I wasn't really impressed by Parsons. I also think he shouldn't have won his contender series fight against Solomon Ramfro. But, hey, that's, uh, that's another case. But, uh, yeah, Roberts for me here. With you on this one, so we finally picked the same. I have I like Dane Roberts in this fight, man. Like, listen, Johnny Parsons is a pretty tough dude from what we've seen, got some power. But here's the thing he's been fighting for like over 10 years, I want to say, but barely fights. He fights like once a year, he hasn't fought in two years. Um, Dane Roberts is so much more UFC experience. I understand his record's not very good. I think it's, I want to say it's seven and six, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's what it is, seven and six. So very mid, but you know, it, it's in England. He's a fucking good striker with power. He um, has way more experience. He has a four-inch height advantage, five-inch reach advantage, southpaw, a little bit older, obviously very hittable, but Johnny Parsons is also very hittable. Uh, I Not only do I like Roberts in this fight, though, Marcel, I think he knocks him out. You know, I think he's going to get him out of there in the first round, personally, because uh, I just think this guy Parsons is very hittable. And I, I don't know. I mean, like, maybe he's a guy who comes in and, and wins as a dog, but, again, I just uh, – two years away – Fighting Roberts in his home country and his, in front of his fans, and Roberts with 13 UFC fights compared to zero. I have to go with the experience, man. Dang Roberts, his chin is bad, and Johnny can catch him. But I think Roberts is the better striker. I, I think he is, man. I think he's more technical. I think he's got you know power too, so a little bit more creative too. And Marcel, I also feel like he's a pretty you know good grappler. Like maybe 
you know, that fight with uh, Ramazan and me was very impressive the way he was stuffing the takedowns in that fight, like defensively, especially. So and he can he can land takedown of his own once in a while too. Um, he is coming off a brutal knockout loss, though, right? That's the that's the worry here. He gets knocked out again. It's possible for sure. Um, yeah, it's not again super confident because Robert's chin, but I think he wins. I'll take him. He's a short dog here. I think he should be slightly favored. So I, I gotta take him. All right, go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got. By the way, why, let me, let's talk about this. Why is Sportskida sourcing judo better with that Costa Alaskara fight? Is off. Nobody legit has, has even. I don't know. Ask, James, wor James works for Sportskida. Ask him. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't work for them. <laughs> yeah, James didn't work the article. So. No, that's true. Exactly. So he wouldn't know either. So yeah, I'm just saying, like, he'd be the guy to ask, not me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, anyways, uh, let's go to the next fight here, man. Right? Yeah, Davy Grant taking on Daniel Marcos. Fucking awesome fight. This is a great fight. Like I said, I, I think this card's fight. good. I like this. I like this card. I like it's it. one of the better fights. Yeah, it's a fucking awesome fight. This is, uh, this could be my fight. Actually, you know what? I think I would lean this fight of the night. There's another one I think coming up, but this one is one of them. I think it's gonna be an awesome fight. You know, Davy Grant's a dog. You know, we talked about a bunch of guys: Brian Barberina, Davy Grant, Marcus, all these guys on the card. Like, this is another guy, right? He'll fight for your money. You know, Davy Grant mm -hmm. will fight for your money, and Marcos. Outstanding UFC debut. Odds for this fight. Daniel Marcos, minus 140, plus 120. Davey Grant, your thoughts, my friend. Yeah, man, I think it's a great fight. Definitely. The thing is, I'm happy for Davey Grant. He finally gets a fight in England. You know, he won it for a long time. And uh, now he gets it. Um, yeah, that went over Asun Sao. Did he have the cage grab like in the third? And then he got the yeah. Was it yeah. Keith Peterson in that fight too? Was it? I don't know for sure. Can I check? Because yeah. I think it must be. Yeah, I will check. If it was Because I'm just tired. If it is yeah. him, he just doesn't. It is him, man. Yeah. It was Pete yeah. Keterson. Yeah. Yeah. I told you, he doesn't He doesn't penalize fence grabs. He doesn't care. Now the fighters know. They can get away with it. Anyways, go ahead. They can get away with it with him, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, from a legit source, I heard uh, that he was on, uh, on alcohol and cigarettes that night. But. Uh, cannot say who. <laughs> Just kidding, <laughs> man. David Grant, I like him a lot, man. He's he's always competitive in the fights, even when he loses. Those uh, the, those uh, Janas and Vera losses in 2021, he was competitive in those fights as well. Then got two wins. Uh, good fighter overall. Daniel Marcos uh, fought Simon Oliveira in the Rio card in January. Um, yeah, looked good, man. He tagged him a couple of times and then he finished him. Um, yeah, it's. He looked good so far, man. He also got that win over Brandon Lewis in the Contender Series. But, man, Davey, Davey Grant is like, how do you guys say that? A borderline top 15 fighter? You know, um, I cannot go against Davey Grant, you know. Davey Grant is legit. Davey Grant can, can strike. Davey Grant can wrestle. Um, Davey Grant, unanimous decision for me on this one. Fun yeah, fun. so, I mean, the money's coming in on Marcos, right? Like, that's where the money's coming in. And... <clears throat> I mean, he looked good in his debut, right? He looked good. He looked good against Simon Oliveira, who is not very good. Um, he looked pretty good against Brandon Lewis. I mean, he's undefeated. He's working no. That being said, and I, I mean, I'm not saying he won't win this fight because he has a he obviously has a chance to win. Anyone has a chance to win. I'm just saying this guy has a chance. He's a good fighter, but I don't understand why he's favored to be Davy Grant. That just seems very disrespectful to me, guys. I don't know about this one, like. Davy Grant, look who he's fought lately. Like, he's fighting good. Like, I get it. Like, Smoker is not great. But, like, you know, Yanez, close fight. Okay, let me go through them. Okay, let's go through them. Let's go through them, okay? Since he's come back. Um, 
Sansal last fight, he was, you know, losing the grappling and came back and still won in a in devastating fashion. Amazing submission. Against Luis Smoka, looked fucking amazing. Amazing. Against Adrian Yez, fought tooth and nail, split decision against a stud. One fight of the night. Marlon Vera, pretty good fight. I mean, one fight of the night. Um, it was definitely unanimous in Vera's favor because he got taken, uh, he did more damage in the fight, but David Grant was still in the fight. Jonathan Martinez gets dropped, comes back, and then knocks out a great prospect. Like Jonathan Martinez is a guy who's he could be fighting for the belt in the next couple of years, and he knocked him out. Martin Day, you know, not again, not great, but came back from a knockout and came back and won, knocked down and came back and won late. And he also has that win over very early in his career when he wrestled him. Look at the experience he has. Look at the experience compared to Marco. There's just like night and day. Um, he's he should have won to get bonus against Smoky. He should be on a six fight streak where he's won bonuses, like, and he's fighting against legitimate UFC competition. I'm sorry, but Simon Oliveira, I picked Marcos in that fight. I think it was a pick-up fight. Now, all of a sudden, he's a, he's a favorite against Davey Grant? I don't get this at all, man. This is – I don't. I think it's disrespectful. I think Davey Grant wins this fight. He's a dog. Yeah. Maybe he gets dropped early. Maybe he gets hurt. But I think as the fight goes on, he comes back. And then – you know, I saw another third-round knockout. I'm going to take him by third-round TKO. I think he'll come back and knock out Marcos in the third round. I, I get it. Plus 120. We have to take a shot on Grant, right? We have to take him. Oh, for we, sure. we, we have a consensus dog. Do we not? Yes. Woof. Back to back, Robertson and Grant. But I feel better about Grant, to be honest with you. Me too. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of sharp guys are on Marcos. I get it, guys. I've watched some of the other YouTube videos out there, and people are picking Marcos, and I get it. And I understand he's a really good prospect, but I just think it's it's crazy to see Grant as, as the dog here. I think if, you know, Marcos was like plus 150 dog, I could see why, but at minus 140, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. Grant prefer not to fight in UK. Okay, that's interesting. I don't know. I and mean, we'll see. Maybe maybe he loses this fight, but I think it's a good spot for him. And I think he's good, right? So the winner of this fight, this is a showcase fight for the division. The winner of this fight's getting a, a top 15, right? Wouldn't you imagine, Marcel? Yeah, I like it. I've, I, actually, yeah. I think that should be great. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go to the next fight here, guys. We got uh, what first car, fight in the main card here. Leon Murphy, the miracle yeah. taking on Josh Kulabau. Another good fight. Um, like I said, I've been thinking about a lot of fights. I think this card's good. I mean, it's, it was funny. Last week's card, I mean, it, it wasn't great. But this one, like, I think it's being slept on a little bit personally. Anyways, uh, minus 150 for Leroy Murphy, plus 130, Josh about Your pick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Leroy Murphy is still undefeated, right? Uh, I think, listen, he was competitive with Gabriel Santos, but I think he got lucky in that fight. I think Gabriel Santos should have got to win that in March. Um, Murphy is, is solid. The thing is, he cannot. I think he cannot fight in the United States for some reason. He hasn't made this US debut yet. He was uh, supposed to fight Landwehr, and the fight didn't happen. Um, Josh Kulibau. Josh Kulibau. I'm completely turned around on Josh Kulibau. When he came to the UFC, I saw him fight first last time. Hmm, not really great. Got the draw against Jordan, which I think Jordan should have won. But then. He put on a great streak, man. Three, three fight win streak, some good wins against Song Hu Choi, uh, Melsic, the finish in the second round last time in uh, Australia. Really good win. Fuck, dude. I'm taking Josh Kulibau here. Um, I think yeah. he wins, and I'm taking him via TKO in the third round, ground and pound. There we had a few of those calls. I mean, this is another fucking tough. This card, I think it's 15 fights. I'm going to probably end up at like, I, I want to say at 15, no, but it's going to probably be like eight and seven or something like that. Like, it's just, a lot of tricky fights. This is another one, right? Really, Marcel? Another tricky one. Um, I don't blame you at all for taking Kubao because Kubao has been underrated, right? Like, no one's really talking about him. He's flown way under the radar. Um, I think he's looked pretty good in the UFC so far. I mean, really good, I should say, right? 
That mm-hmm. fight, by the way, last year where it was like a split decision against uh, Choi, ridiculous. Um, yeah, Kubal's look good. That the the back take on Melchik in the last fight was so impressive. The way he submitted him, um, and even against like Jordan in, in that fight, like he did well um, in a fight that no one thought he'd do well, and he's looked great since then, right? So he's impressive. And then Murphy, I mean, you can't you can say the same thing with him for the most part. Looked really good in the UFC. Um, I do think he lost the last fight against Santos, but I also think Santos is really good, even though he's zero two in the UFC. Um, yeah, this is a tough one, man. This one's fucking tough too. I don't know. I, I don't have a strong lean in it. I'm, I guess I would pick Murphy to win a close decision at home. That's my pick, like a split decision, unanimous decision at home. But I don't have interest in betting this one, man. I, you might be right, Marcel. A uh, couple comments. A lot of the Belter fighters are in the UFC for late March. The years of Flaunt Secure employee trolling has been arguing with Belter for months. That's when the rumors started coming out, right? Wasn't it a few months ago when they when you started hearing the rumors of the sales? Yeah, so I don't it's know. Like, it's both as possible, what you're saying. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Sharps will be in the age difference of the weight class below the time. Mm-hmm. Grant 37, Marcus 30 undefeated. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can see why people are picking Marcus, but I'm just saying, like, I'll, I'll take a Sean Grant as a dog because I know he's the, a dog. The thing is, Grant hasn't looked like uh, he's fading or anything. You know he's what I mean? He's looking so, good. He's looking yeah. good. He looked out <clears> the, <throat> the last fight, he didn't look the best, right? But he still won. He still he's found still a way won, to man. win. It was impressive. That submission was incredible. Mm-hmm. Against Smoka looked amazing in that fight. Like it looked amazing against Lewis Smoka. Um, and again, exceed like, expectation against Jimenez. I just think he's good, man. We'll see what happens. So tell, yeah, he is. That's the one I'm not worried about because the contenders. But like, why is Korshkov listed, right? Like yeah. he's, he's never fought in the UFC. Like some someone posted Fedor. I think Fedor was on there already, right? From Strikeforce, wasn't he? Possible, yeah, possible. Okay, forty. Uh, we got Jai uh, Herbert here taking on Ferrazium here, guys. And uh, odds for this one, ZM minus 145, plus 125, Jerry Herbert. Are you taking Killer or the Black Country Banger? Last time when I saw Ferris ZM was actually the first time I was like, yeah, he looked good, you know? And it was his fifth UFC fight. He got four, uh, four uh, UFC fights before, two wins, two losses. And actually, I think he shouldn't have won against Jamie Malarkey, that fight. And Luigi van Romina fight should have been a draw, in my opinion. So... In my mind, he was 0-3-1, you know. He got cut from the promotion, then the UFC went to Paris, and they were like, oh, we need more French guys, so we take him back. And he looked good against Figlac. That was a legit win, good win for him. Figlac was uh, undefeated at that time, I think. Uh, now he's fighting Jai Herbert. This man, Jai Herbert, he had a rough start in the UFC, right? He was Cage Warriors champion, came in the UFC at that uh, famous Dan Hardy moment with uh, Herb Dean, where Herb Dean didn't stop the fight on time. He got knocked out by Francisco Trinaldo, then got stopped by Renato Moicano. But those are not bad losses, in my opinion, you know? Then he got the win over Kama Wordy, knocked him out early. Um, took a fight with Tupuria, and he knocked down Tupuria. Almost finished him in the first round, remember, in London last year. But Tupuria came back and knocked him out. Uh, finally got the win against Kyle Nelson earlier, uh, or also last year, and then he got the, the draw against Ludovic Klein, right? In a fight, he he, sh- he would have won if he didn't didn't get a point deducted. Um, man, I, I feel like Jai Herbert's going to win here, man. I, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to bank here on Faraz Yams one good fight. Um, I think Jai Herbert wins. I think he wins a decision probably. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're expecting a good fight here, but I don't think this fight should be in the main card, personally. No, I, I don't I don't understand why it's placed this high. I know Herbert. He's from England. I get it, but so much of other guys. 
Cien hasn't looked to me that amazing, but uh, I overall, but like I was pretty impressed against the Figlock in the Figlock fight, man. I wasn't uh, like that was a guy that I was pretty high on, and he dominated him. So like maybe he's maybe he's gonna look better now in the second stint because he got cut when they re-signed him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this guy. Like I'm, I'm not sure. Even but Harbor too. Like he's kind of a tricky guy, right? Like he looked better than I thought against Klein, had the draw, but you know he's getting knocked out, submitted. Uh, I don't know. This is another tricky one, man. Look, look up. This this card's fucking crazy. E- either Marcel Root, Will's going to be like five hundred, or one of us is going to be like have a bad night. I'll just say that because right we have a. I think we have another different pick here. I'm leaning towards ZM to win the decision. Just you know, the the age gap to me is the big thing here. He's he's almost ten years. He's nine years younger, right? So that's a big age gap. Um, and I do think probably uh, the better grappler too. So I have to pick him. I'll pick him to win a decision, but it's not. It's not my favorite fight in the card, and I don't no. think it should be on the main card. I'm a little confused why it's there. I think after Sadiq, I don't know. He's just doing those videos. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anything? No idea. All right, go to the next fight here, guys. We have an interesting fight here again. Another interesting one, Marcel. We got Paul Craig taking on Andre Meniz in the middleweight division. Paul Craig, guys, dropping down in weight. He's going to drop 20 pounds off that frame to make middleweight. Odds for this one. Andre Beniz, a big favorite here, minus 230. Paul Craig, plus 195. Your thoughts? Paul Craig, yeah, going to middleweight. Um, yeah, Paul Craig, uh, what, do, what do we think about him? Two, lo- two losses recently at light heavyweight. Tried to pull guard. Pull guard. Uh, didn't look good at all. Um, for that, got that win over Nikita Krilov. When the fight, he was actually doing bad, but Krilov fall for the trap. Got into his guard and got submitted. Um, if you look at Andre Muniz, yeah, Andre Muniz didn't look bad in the first round against Brandon Allen. Then he gassed pretty bad, but Craig does as well normally. Um, and he lost by a submission. I think the submission might cancel each other out here, the grappling. And if I look at the striking, I think Andre Muniz has better striking than Paul Craig. So, um, long story short, I'm taking Andre Moniz by uh, either late TKO or a decision win. I mean, I think we have a different pick here again. This is fucking crazy. Like, we haven't. I don't think we've had a card like this where we have so many different picks. I'm leaning towards Craig a little bit, especially at the odds. Like, I think I have to take a shot in him too as a big dog. Him and Barbarino, like, right? Um, again, you know, we don't know how he's going to look at 185. It's a guess. Both guys are 185, actually. Both guesses. But I, th- I think he can win this fight. Like, when he's, to me, it was not impressive against uh, Allen at all. And even against uh, Uriah Hall, man, didn't look amazing. Like, I've been on this guy. Don't get me wrong. I've been betting on him. I bet on him, like, I think all of his fights. I did pick him to beat Allen and they lost. But I've been betting on him in his entire career that you've seen. I've done well with this guy, right? But I, I think it's a fight that Paul Craig could win, man, potentially. He's going to be a, he's gonna be huge for middle if he can make it successfully. Um, he's obviously got a really dangerous submission game. He's... He's one of those guys, again, you can't count him out. And it could be a fight where he's getting – I could easily see this be a fight, Marcel, where he gets dominated from top position for two rounds and comes back in the third and submits the guy. I could easily see see that being the fight of fight. In fact, that's how I feel like the fight's going to go. Muniz will take over early. Because the thing is, I just think these two guys, I, I think it's going to turn into a grappling match for sure. I don't think it's going to be a stamp fight like that Volcan fight. This is going to – these are two grapplers. They want to go to the ground. They want to, I think, prove something against each other too. And I think they're going to be rolling on the ground. Maniz will be, you know, doing well early with top position. Craig's going to be fending him off. But as the fight goes on, guys, just 
I think Craig will be able to, to get that submission again. So that's what I think. So maybe second round, third round. Um, hopefully he doesn't gas if that happens. But I, th- I think he's going to do okay. Um, and, and I think he'll win the fight. So another dog for me. Another dog. Ooh. Pardon? Woo. Woo? Woo is going to win. I'm taking Craig. Paul Craig. No, I want to hear it. You're, you're, you've got to say it right. Paul Craig. Is that right? Yeah, thank you. Paul Craig. Yeah. By submission. He's got how many submissions in the UFC? One, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, the guy is an expert. Guys, don't sleep on Paul Craig. He fucking he beat, he didn't submit him, but he knocked out Jamal Hill with elbows from the guard. One of the nastiest submissions we've ever seen. Okay? Don't sleep on this dude. He also submitted Krylov in a fight where he was, you know, getting losing and it comes back to win. I just think it's a, I think it's a winnable fight. I think it's a winnable matchup. Muniz is not going to scare him. He doesn't have power. Those are the kind of guys to beat Paul, Paul Craig. The power guys. Paul Craig. The, the only submission guy he's ever beaten was, was Jamie Crude, really. Otherwise, it's all power guys. And I think Muniz is not that guy. So I'll take Craig. Paul Craig by submission. <laughs> Muniz triangle potentially. I mean, I think it's very possible, dude. It's very possible. He also, I'm also thinking maybe just reverse his position, get on top. Either get the rear naked or even um, ground and pound TKO from back mount. I mean, oh, I, at, the odd, at the odds, I'm taking a shot on him, dude. I'm taking a shot on him oh. and Tarbrina. I'm going Craig. Craig. <laughs> I don't want to say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this guy likes uh, Muniz. He's going to snap his bones. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, Muniz is good. I'm, I, like I said, Muniz is a soft fighter. All right. All right. A couple fights left. These last couple, I actually kind of feel like are easier. To pick, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see what you say. But like, I think these are all kind of clear cut. These last couple, well, the first bunch were fucking crazy to break down. This is one of our more uh, crazy shows, right? Well, I'll count. I'll count up how many descendants we have at the end. But let me let me go through the co-main or the sorry the the uh, featured fight here between uh, Nathaniel Wood, the prospect, and Andre Touchy Feely. Odds for this one, Nathaniel Wood minus one ninety, Feely plus one sixty. I'll just say right now, Marcel, like uh, I like Nathaniel Wood to win decision in this fight. I think he's looked great at featherweight. He's still, you know, he's 30. He's not super young, but he's still younger than Feely. Feely's a guy, he's a good gatekeeper type. He's been on the UFC a long time, but I also feel like he's super inconsistent. Look at his record. He rarely strings wins, wins together. Um, and he's a guy that, you know, last couple of years has not had a lot of success. Um, Wood has made the, a good choice to move up in weight. He's looked great against Charles Rosa and against uh, Charles, Charles Jordan. That one was the one that really impressed me. Like, Rosa was kind of a, he was a punching bag in that fight, right? But Jordan is a good fighter. And I understand his takedown defense is not his, his strong suit, but still, you know, Wood outstruck him too in that fight. So I, I think Wood, Wood's legit, man. He's 6-2 in the UFC. I've always liked this kid. I still remember he fought John Dodson and he got knocked out. I was shocked by that one. That's one of those ones that's like, wow. But maybe that, that cut to 135 was tough for him. 145, he's looked great. I pick him to win decision more. So I think it's going to be a competitive fight, but he wins it. What do you think? Yeah, man, Nathaniel, the long-lost brother of Joanne, right? Um, yeah, I mean... I'm sorry, Chris. Um, the thing with Nathaniel Wood is, I told you last time, I'm not going to pick him until he changes his nickname. But um, I lied to you. Um, I'm going to pick him here. I think uh, he got all the potential. He looked really good against Charles Jordan last time out. And um, I'm picking him here by decision. Philly is a fun fighter, but he's really inconsistent. And I feel that Wood is coming into himself. He looked really good as of lately. Still, Change her nickname to Morning instead of the prospect. But uh, yeah, Nathaniel Wood, unanimous decision. As far as even if I'm lazy king, I have no idea. I don't well, know. Wood by decision seems likely. That's what I think. Uh, 
Philly has a chance to win the decision. Yeah, I think with, especially at home, I think it gives him a big edge in this fight. Um, I, again, I think he's going to land takedowns. He'd be on top control. Philly will do damage from bottom, but yeah, I mean, even on the feet, I think Wood will be well. Uh, split decision potentially, but I, I think it'll be unanimous person if I had to guess. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got Walter Kent. Yeah. Did you see the UFC uh, sign that, that that guy from uh, CFFC, the Bantamweight champion? Who? Uh, what's his name? Filson uh, Andrucioni. Okay. Interesting sign, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he will debut in Paris, but I don't know against who. Oh, I see you're saying for the Paris card. Yeah, and I would imagine like Ben saying Dini will be on the card. I would imagine. He is, right? He's booked against Thiago Moises for Paris. Oh, they rebooked it. Nice. Okay, great fight. Awesome fight. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, guys. We have uh, Molly McCann taking on Yulia Skolyarenko, women's flyweight. This is another fight that – here's the thing. Like, this girl is – she couldn't even make 140. She, she's the girl that fell off the scale the one time. Remember that? Um, yeah, 135. Make yeah, 135. So, But she's been fighting 145, uh, the last fight. Um, I don't think she'll make 125. I think this is a this is this is kind of crazy to me that someone who who's fainted off a scale is, is going to attempt to cut even more weight. Um, Philly Ranko's got a good armbar, and that's about it. Her record in the UFC is one and five. She's not very good. Oh, sorry, they didn't say the odds. I don't even know if I did. It was minus two twenty five McCann plus one ninety Philly Ranko. So there there is actually some money coming in on Philly Ranko. I just don't agree with it. Like I get it. You know, people think McCann's ground game defense their uh, takedown defense is bad, and it, it is. It's not good. And Blanchfield exposed her there, and she'd been exposed to her because, like, Laura Procopio beat her, right? That girl's not in the UFC anymore. Tyler Santos took her down like crazy. But, you know, she has some wrestling herself. And then the striking, she's way better at striker. Uh, I think it's a showcase fight. You know, Marcel, like, think about it. They they gave – McCann was getting these layup fights, two back-to-back spinning back elbows, and then fights Blanchfield, who, who's fighting for the belt next probably, right? So I, I just think – this is the UFC giving her a winnable fight against someone's one in five in the UFC. I, I I'm not overthinking this one, man. I'm thinking McCann by knockout. I, I think she knocks her out. What do you think? I have a completely different look on this one, actually. Oh. Um, I feel like the dude. I, I saw a picture of Stoliarenko, and she looked pretty good, actually. And uh, she looked much leaner than normally. Yeah. Um, I think she has the the strength advantage in this fight if she can make 125. Um, I'd be surprised if she does, but I still think they let that fight happen even once if she makes 130. Um, <clears throat> listen, man, it's very simple. Or Yulia stops her with an armbar in the first round, or Molly wins either by stoppage or by a decision win. Yeah. And I'm going with the dog here, man. I think Julia wow. Stoyarenko can get the armbar. I think she's stronger than Molly if they make it to the cage. I think she can bully her on the ground and she can get the armbar. That's what I think. So for me, Julia Stoyarenko, armbar submission round one. Wow, there we go. Well, I mean, it's that's how she wins, right? Like almost, I think all of her wins are by armbar. It's crazy, right? Yeah, except for with that the title fight in Invicta, but all the others are with armbar. Yeah. You know what? That was a good fight, too. That one in Invicta, that bloody war. That was a crazy yeah. fight. Yeah, that's the thing though. I think she's taking damage. She's she just got knocked out by Chandler. Got well, not knocked out, but she got grounded, pounded. Um, yeah. I mean, I could see even see McCann do that. We have a completely different view of this fight, which is fine, you know. Um, but yeah, we we have a strong different view of this fight. Um, because I we we both actually well we both like a finish, right? That's something we both like. This is one of the women's fight we don't think will go the distance. I just want to see what the props are. Fight does not go the distance. All right, all right. Minus one fifty. Yeah. I don't think it does. You don't think so either, right? No. No, I don't think it's going the distance, guys. All right, last fight here. We got uh, Tom Aspinall taking on Marcin Tibera in the UFC heavyweight division. 
And Tom Aswell coming back after a long layoff, guys, where he got, obviously got injured in his last fight against Curtis Blades. Takes on Tabur here. Tabur won seven of his last eight fights. He's kind of a you know underrated guy in the division. But taking on the division's like best prospect, basically, if you want to count him as prospect in Aspinall. Minus 500, Tom Aspinall, biggest favorite of the card. Plus 370, Tabura. I'm not overthinking again. I'm taking Aspinall by knockout. I think he knocks Tabura in the first round. Um, I'm taking Aspinall by submission in the first round. I think uh, he knocks he, he uh, knocks him down and uh, he, he submits him. That's what I think. Um, the thing is, like, that main event is absolutely not appealing to me because I think... Yeah. Um, Aspinall wins this, you know, uh, without, listen, I understand they want to see him uh, coming back after a year a year off with that injury, but uh, they should have put a better main event here, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe Tabura gets in good uh, position, you never know, you know, but I, I feel like Aspinall gets it done early. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I think so too. I don't, I, I don't want to overthink it. Uh, maybe round two, some of you guys are saying round two, possibly. Uh, I Dixon guy, I'm taking. Uh, I took Duncan, but Marcel took uh, your boy Ashmus in that fight. All right, that's it for the the previews. Uh, I just want to run through it really quick. So we had here's <laughs> here are the fights where we had the same pick. We both took Tom Aspinall. You both took Nathaniel Wood. I actually think that'd be a pretty good parlay, to be honest with you. Those two guys, you might get like even money close to it. That's a good parlay, I think. I like both. We also both took. Davy Gray Roberts. as an underdog. Yeah. We both took Danny Roberts as an underdog, so there's four. And we both took Jafel Fio. So we only had five same picks, which is pretty crazy. Um, there he is. Marcel, we only had five picks the same, eh? Yeah. I can't see you, but it doesn't matter. The, the I don't, podcast know what... is over. don't worry about it. Just talking like this. It's like I'm talking to a ghost. It's awesome. Just yeah. stay there. Um, but yeah, we, we, uh, we had 10 dissensions on this card. It's never happened before. We usually have like pretty similar picks. There's usually like you know three, two, three, four different. This is ten different. This is pretty nuts. This is unprecedented. So, yeah, I hope it's not one of those cards where I go like you know three and twelve. Like I hope it's not something like that. Or like two and thirteen. Like it could happen. It could happen. You know, I hope not. I'm just gonna try to. I'm gonna try to pick my spots. Even though I took some dogs, not all of them were like you know super convinced. But I'll take a shot at some of these dogs here. Marcel, any last thoughts on this card? Yeah, man. I mean, earlier card for you guys, for me as well. Um, yeah, I'm listening. I don't think it's an amazing card, but I still think there are some fun fights. So I'm not looking forward to it anyways to watch it. Um, yeah, that's it pretty much. And uh, after the and then next week, uh, we got the, the Salt Lake City card, you know. Look forward to for it. sure. For sure. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Marcel, before we get out of here? Um, let me think. Let me think. Um, not really. You, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of like with that Costa Alaskarov thing. One account said it on Twitter, and everybody's running with it. And I, and I haven't seen like a legit insider or a source who posted it. So for me, it's still like just rumors. Yeah, Maybe. by the way, I, I agree with Glenn here. The prelims, it's going to start, they're going to have the first fighters in the cage. And they're going to hope yeah. it finishes, right? It's too many, though. They should maybe they'll start half an hour earlier. Anyways, actually, Marcel, they should be they should be punished by all decisions. Actually, they should be. <laughs> yeah, they should Anyways. get punished. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it on earlier. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it should be a good card. Um, but yeah, you're good. Anything else? Anything burning? You want to talk about really fast before we get out here? Or are you good? 
I'm good, man. Can All right, we, that's right. Let's ask end me it, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just two and a half hours. I'm good. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> thanks again for joining us. Me and Marcel had a good time. But yeah, I'm talked out, Marcel. I'm glad. Just wanted to make sure you didn't have any, you know, any grinding your gears there. Uh, follow him, Marcel, and, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, being Marcel24. Emma Matter Martin here. Uh, like, share, subscribe, do all the things with the podcast. Love you guys in the chat. It's awesome, man. It's always like good time here. It's gonna be an interesting card. I think it's gonna be a fun card. I, I like this card, and I think there's gonna be a lot of upsets. So we'll see what happens. Thanks again, guys, for joining us. We'll be back uh, next week. We're not sure if we'll be uh, what time we're gonna do it um, Monday. I think uh, it's Marcel's birthday. We might do it later. Probably that later. Day. Yeah. yeah probably or, later. or potentially uh, maybe the next day. But we'll, we'll let you guys know. We'll let you guys know. Thanks again, guys, for joining us. Talk to you there. Bye.